hello, my name is David Brook. I'm the hub leader of the Chapelfields Hub of Church Wigan. And I'm here today with our reflection on 1 Corinthians 12 verses 1 to 11. This is part of our series on journeying out and pushing through, looking at issues of cross-cultural mission. Today, right, Paul writes to the church in Corinth about spiritual gifts. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were enticed and led astray to idols that could not speak. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says, let Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services with the same Lord, and there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in every one. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. To another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same spirit who allots to each one individually, just as the spirit chooses. For the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, when we arrive at 1 Corinthians 12 and Paul begins to write about spiritual gifts, it's easy to read it as if he's introducing a new subject to his class of pupils, one they've never heard of before. His opening words even suggest it. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. But this isn't a new subject. It's one they've written to him about, and this is his response. And it isn't a separate subject. He's addressing it right alongside words about the problems that they're having around the Lord's Supper and other aspects of their life together. And they all matter because they aren't just damaging community life, they're damaging the mission of the church. Paul doesn't quite say so in as many words, but effectively he says to them, you know how you were led astray when you were pagans? Well, it isn't only pagans who can go astray, you're going astray again. It isn't so much that they are uninformed about spiritual gifts, but that they are misinformed about spiritual gifts. They are going astray. As the old saying says, all we like sheep. And the first thing they need to get straight is this. Only good things come through the Holy Spirit. Genuine spiritual gifts of whatever variety are always good by their very nature. Unfortunately, we can go astray and misuse them especially if we are led astray. We can undervalue them, we can overvalue them, we can take pride in them and feel superior, we can hide them away and feel inferior. But every spiritual gift is of equal value. Every spiritual gift comes from the same source. Every spiritual gift points to the same Lord, Jesus. Every spiritual gift is positive, meant for building up believers, the church and the kingdom of God. Pagan idols, though mute and lifeless, were called upon in a negative way to curse and to harm. And the word for curse used here is anathema, but to Paul, it is anathema to pronounce anathema. 
If there is a lesson here for mission, it seems quite simple. Mission is always positively oriented, even when it needs the edge of prophetic challenge. And that positive orientation comes from the life of the Spirit in us and the gifts of the Spirit expressed through us. It might well be just as easy for us to go astray or even be led astray as it was then. But here Paul sets straight. In these few short verses, he brings us up short. The spiritual gifts are to be sought equally, they are to be valued equally, and they are to be used positively. The Spirit allots them freely. We aren't free to set them aside. As we conclude, let's pray, shall we? We'll use the prayer that Jesus taught. We say it together, whatever version we choose, but in solidarity with Christians across Wigan, across the Diocese of Liverpool and across the world. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And whatever may lie ahead for you today, may God go with you.